on Gimel Adar is the yard site of the Rav who is known as the Aderes. Eliyahu David Rabinovich Taomi. Rav Rabinovich Taomi was born in Lithuania on Shavuos in 1842 and 1843. Interestingly enough, we have a letter that he writes to Rav Cook, his son-in-law, and mentions that today is my birthday, or this week will be my birthday, and he mentioned that it will be the 60th year since he was born. If we knew exactly when that letter would be written, we would know exactly what year he was born, but there's no date on the letter, and we're not sure if he was born in 1942 or 1942, 1843. His father was known as Rabbi Yamin HaTzadik. Of course, the Gemara in Baba mentions a person named Rabbi Yamin HaTzadik. His father's name was Rabbi Yamin, and he was known as the epitome of modesty, a true Tamid Chacham, and he was known as Rabbi Yamin HaTzadik. When Yaderes, Rabbi Yol David was born, he was one of a set of twins. Because of that fact that there were apparently twins in the family, they, they added the name Toomim. That's how his name became Eliyahu David Rabinovitz Toomim. The acronym of that name would be Aderes. His twin brother's name was Rabbi Yehuda. He learned, as we could say about many others, he was a child prodigy at Tamil Chacham, but yet we'll see that he was a most unusual person. Even among the worlds of Gedolim and Tamil Chachamim, there were characteristics about him that were very, very unusual. He was in Panavish, apparently learned years in Panavish. In 1874, when he was about 31, he became the Rav of the city of Panavish. He stayed in Panavish for quite a few years, and then moved to Mir, where he became the Rav of Mir. Of course, Mir was a city that is not as important at that time as Panavish, but it had a yeshiva, and the Adaris wanted to move to a city which had a bigger yeshiva. He, in his letters, which we have a number of, he writes that he was very poor. The salary that they could afford to pay was rather dismal, and his conditions all throughout his life were not good. He talks about a fire that destroyed half of the city, his own house, his own possessions, and it seems that he never really made a good living. However, the years that he was in Mir were years of tremendous output in his learning, and he wrote a lot of Svarim. These Svarim generally were comments on almost everything, when the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch and the Tur, Chuvis, a great different type of genres were used, were written by him, and some of them were published, but today there is an organization that deals with printing and reprinting all the works of that there is, so now much more is available. One of the most interesting svarim he ever wrote became a, a, a bibliophile's uh, curiosity. He wrote a book about Hakel. 
Zechel Mikdash. The mitzvah of Hakel is a mitzvah that basically had been forgotten. The Torah tells you to go to the Beis HaMikdash at the end of the Shnaz HaShemitah for this tremendous public assembly called Hakel. But today, because there's no Beis HaMikdash or there's no access to Beis HaMikdash, or certainly in the time of the Adares, so this mitzvah was not one that was even thought about. And the Adares suggested having a Zechel HaMikdash, have some sort of a, a commemoration of this mitzvah, of having a, an, a, some sort of connection to the mitzvah HaKel. He wrote a choveret, Zechel Mikdash, explaining all the details of the halacha. Does it apply today? Should it be appropriate to institute? But the curious thing is, he wrote this book anonymously. He did not want his name on his farm. In general, he was so modest that although he did write a great deal, much of it was hidden from the eyes of the general public, and he did not want people to know that he was writing Svarim, that he was such a mechadesh, such a, a big time chacham. In order to disguise his identity, when he wrote this book, Zechel Amikdash, about Hakel, he even wrote a haskama to the Sefer. He made it sound as if the author had come to him and asked him to write an approbation for this particular Sefer, which he did. Not only did he write Askama, he argued with the book. We argued with the text. He explained how you could learn differently. So, in an unusual circumstance, a person wrote Askama for a Sefer that he wrote himself, and not only that, but he argued with himself, as it were, in the, in the Askama. Of course, in later years, the, this book has been reprinted and the story has been revealed that it really was the Adaris who wrote the original book, and now it's printed with many, many more editions. Many people have taken this text and dealt with it and expanded upon it. Now there's a big sefer called Hakel, which has in it the Choveret of the Adaris with his name on the, on the sefer. Eventually, after being in Panevish for a few years, in, in Mir for a few years, he came to Mir in 1893. A few years later, approximately 1901, he was chosen to be the Rav of Yerushalayim. In one of the biographies of Rav Kook, it mentions that they made a Mesibat Preda. They made a, a farewell dinner for the Adaris when he left, when he left, left Europe to come to live in Eretz Israel, and they mentioned the Rav of Mir, the Rav of Panevish, and apparently Rav Cook got up and stood up and said, what do you mean the Rav of Mir and the Rav of Panevish? The Rav of Yerushalayim. He came to Yerushalayim and he found a very difficult situation in front of him. There were many kihilot, there was a, a, a tremendous chiloni, Force in Yerushalayim. There were there was dissension between the Hasidim, between the Misnagdim. There was there were all kinds of problems that Rav Kook described in a book about the Adares. He said the Adares was unusual in the fact that he wrote many svarim, but many of them were not published in his lifetime, and he tried to hide his identity very often. 
included among the unusual things that Darius did is he wrote a biography. He wrote an autobiography. He wrote about himself where he described his personality and he explains there how sensitive he is to everything. Time after time, he wrote how something affected him so much that he began to cry. And sometimes he said he cried so much that he was embarrassed in public because he would just burst into tears. When he came to Yerushalayim, he was very distraught at the the situation that he found, but he improved the situation a lot, made a lot of takanos, and was very effective in uniting the different kilot of of Yerushalayim. He became the father-in-law of Rav Kook. Rav Kook wrote a biography of the Adaris. It's printed in the standard edition today of all the writings of Rav Kook that are published by Mosad Rav Kook, Eider Hayakar. Eider, of course, is the shortening of the word Adaris, Hayakar. He had the precious. And he described the, uh, the Adaris in this book. He also brought there certain letters of the Adaris and certain comments that the Adaris made himself, about himself. The Adaris wrote, among other things, I hate pride, I hate gava. From my childhood, I hated anyone with whom I saw these signs of hubris. I have none signs of pride at all. Even though I am aware of my abilities, but it does not lead me to any pride. I never liked money. I cannot say that I've reached the level of despising Betzah. Remember, Moshe, when he appointed Dayanim, they looked for Sony Betzah, people who hated money. The Adara said, I never reached that level, but I never reached the level that I wanted money. I hated cover. It hurts me when people give me cover, especially when I know that there are many greater than I. I know that they don't really know me well. I receive too much cover for that I deserve. Any good qualities I have are an inheritance from my father. I love the truth. I despise sham, fakery. Everything good about him, he said he received from his father. I love Torah, I love Tamil Chachamim, he said. I always respected people and treated people with great respect. And he said, I never showed most of my writings, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed me to write with, through the merit of my ancestors to one out of a thousand of my favorites. Every time I wrote a book, I wrote on the first page, If you did learn a lot of Torah, don't take it as a sign of pride. This is for what you were created. As I said, Rav Kook was his son-in-law, and Rav Kook was brought to Shalayim 
to Yafo, more specifically through the efforts of the Aderes. And it's interesting to see the letters between Rav Kook and the Aderes, where the Aderes was very sensitive and very worried that Rav Kook should be able to make a living in Yafo. He described in detail exactly what you need, how much money you need, what kind of furniture you need, what kind of clothes you need. And you see that his care for his family, and not just for his family, for other people too, as is shown in the letters, was really remarkable. He had a tremendous sense of sensitivity. Among the customs that Rav Aderes said about himself were that he always was careful to say Kriyashma at the proper time. It's more than 20 years, he said, that I'm used to saying Kriyashma every day before Hanetzah Chama. Because according to some Rishonim, that is the preferable time to say Kriyashma. Now, interestingly, this comment of the Aderis with another comment of his became important to me personally, especially this year. For personal reasons, this year I have to daven Shacharis very often before Hanetz HaChama. To say not only Kriyashma before Hanetz, but to say Shmonesri to daven before Hanetz. The Aderis said Kriyashma before Hanetz, as is the opinion of many Rishonim, but we do know that there are Rishonim, Tosus in, in Yoma, quotes Rabbeinu Tam, as saying that you should not say Kriyashma before Hanetz. Kriyashma must be said after Hanetz. So it seems that all people who daven today before Hanetz are certainly davening with the Ebed. And that, of course, is the simple meaning of the Mishnah in Megillah Tafchaf, where the Mishnah says all the laws that apply in the daytime really, really could begin from Amur HaShachar, but the Chachanim said they should begin from Hanetzachama. Now, the question that arises in Mishonim is why should we not be allowed to do everything from Alos HaShachar if Me'ikar Adin, Amur HaShachar is morning? And according to some Mishonim, it seems because we're not sure exactly the correct times. In order to prevent a person davening from before Amur HaShachar, they said you should wait till Hanei Tzachama to daven. But at Mi'ikar Adin, it seems that you would be allowed to daven even before Hanei Tzachama. This opinion and the conclusion that I'm going to draw from it has been rejected by most poskim. However, the Adaris is quoted as saying that today, Bizman Hazeh, where we have accurate watches, we certainly have accurate luach, an accurate luach, where we know exactly what time Amur HaShachar is, what time Hanetzah Chama is, and we know exactly what we're doing. The Adaret apparently paskin that lechatchila you're allowed to say you're allowed to daven before Hanes. Now, as I said, most poskin didn't agree with this, but nevertheless, for me, it brought me some measure of comfort that at least I have the Adaret's opinion that I'm davening lechatchila and not b'diavet. The Adaret's love for mitzvahs that he would be careful to say kriyashma even before Hanetzachama shows one last incident that I'd like to mention in his life. When he was very ill, Rav Cook reports to us that on Rav Cook reports when the Adaris was very ill, on the night of Gimel Adar in 1905, the Adaris at nighttime knew that his end was approaching, and he asked for tefillin to be brought to him. Even though there are opinions that you don't put on tefillin, 
But he wanted one last mitzvah putting on tefillin, at least according to some shittos, you'll fulfill the mitzvah of tefillin. And he was nifter on Gimel Adar after having fulfilled at least, according to some shittos, this last mitzvah of tefillin. His levaya in Yerushalayim was appropriate for the Rav of Yerushalayim, although not everyone appreciated his godless in his life. As I said today, more and more svarim and more and more ksavim are coming out, are being printed by an organization, and today the, the Torah of the Adaris is being spread more than ever.